So what do we talk about? Anything you'd like. But I do have a topic in mind. Okay. First off, if you were... Scratch that. Do you know why? Let me start again. Hold on. Like me sitting across from you, he's got you screwed up. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I'm having trouble with my memory at the moment. It's an aging thing. This show will be about aging. No, it will not. (laughs) Do you know why scuba divers fall backwards out of the boat? I do not. Because if they fell forwards, they would still be in the boat. Oh, ba-dum-tsh. <laughs> I, that, that kill- are, we, are we doing our dad jokes uh, <laughs> yeah, that show? Ki- that kills with the kids. Yeah. yeah. Like kids under 10. Kids that know what scuba divers are? Yeah, but don't know anything about scuba diving. What are your favorite uh, concerts you've been to? Do you have any big favorites, memorable? Like big, big shows? Mainly. You could be small shows. Yeah. I grew up in the heyday of the hair metal concerts. Oh, yeah. I mean, you could go see Ozzy, Metallica, you know, just about anybody. And they would come locally and big arena shows. And I remember the first few tickets we bought were like 12, 14 bucks. And you got the full-on crowd scene. Now, now you're dating dating yourself. I understand that. Okay. But it was a good time. Um, and, and we were introduced to the stadium tours, which uh, was a great uh, opportunity for me. Um, luckily, I had an older brother who had um, older uh, friends, and we got to go to the... 1988 uh, version of the Monsters of Rock. Oh, yeah. And that was headlined by Van Halen, then the Scorpions, Metallica, Dawkin, and Kingdom Come. Wow. So here was our plan. We got tickets, the three of us, me, my brother, and one of his friends. And the show was on a Saturday. So Friday night... We leave, drive six half hours to Memphis. God, I hate that drive. It sucks. (laughs) (laughs) And the plan was to sleep in the car for a little while, go to the show, and drive back. Seemed great in our heads. It was a wonderful idea until we actually did it. We got um, to Memphis, and first, this was before GPS. We couldn't find the, we could not find the uh, Liberty Bowl to save our lives. Mm. We ended up driving to Arkansas. And so, so you uh, drove to West Memphis. Yes. And we just missed it. And I mean, the I guess the best instructions we got were go to Memphis and turn left and you'll be there. So evidently, narrows it down, don't it? Yeah, we missed the left turn somewhere. Um, so we were really excited about. We really liked the band uh, Kingdom Come. We really liked uh, Dawkins. We really liked Metallica. weren't huge fans of the Scorpions, and and of course Van Halen is all time great. On our way, um, we see a tour bus stopped. We had gotten off this exit, and we were getting back on the highway, and they would park on the 
side of the road to rest. The driver would rest, and then they would keep on going. And so we stopped at this tour bus, and we, we got the driver's attention, and I said, hey, who's on your bus? And uh, he was like, he said, I'm carrying the scorpions. We're like, all right, see you later. <laughs> we had no interest in <laughs> seeing any of the scorpions. So we go to the show. It was amazing. Uh, lots of uh, people, lots of craziness. Um, though I saw the world's largest garbage ball fight. Like it just looked like bubbling. Uh, it was a stadium full of people throwing trash in the air. And it just looked like it was a sea of bubbles. It was so cool to watch. And of course we threw stuff and it was pretty neat. At people. Not necessarily at people that I can remember. I gotcha. Um, fun enough. Uh, so we watch, we get through about halfway through Van Halen. We're sunburnt. We're tired. We don't have any place to go take a nap other than the car. And we're just ready to go. So again, no GPS. So we take out trying to remember how we got there after no sleep. And so we start leaving. We get lost again. We can't find the road. And then we all decide we really need to stop and find a place to sleep tonight because we're just too tired to drive. We get back to, uh, we finally find the interstate and, and we get back on the interstate and we start driving back and we stop at every hotel. No one had vacancies. This was a big ordeal that other people had thought about and evidently reserved all the rooms and we did find one hotel with a vacancy but it had no air conditioner this was uh, i believe it was uh june july in the south so oh yeah so it was you had your jackets with you and everything yeah no yeah <laughs> it was it was hot and uh so I was at the point where I was like, I don't care if they have air conditioner or not. And the other, the other two guys were like, no, we're not paying for a place that doesn't have air conditioning. So we drove on back. We had to end up driving an hour outside of Memphis um, to find a place to stay. And then the rest was kind of a blur. But it was an amazing concert um, for a stadium show. Very impersonal. But one of the more personal um, shows I've ever watched was uh, Tori Amos. Oh, really? Yeah. She it was just her and her piano on the Little Earthquakes tour at a little bar club in Nashville. And she was very sensual playing the piano. Were you right up front? Um, it seems like I was 15 rows back. Um, and it was just the greatest, most powerful um, performance because she was just very emotional and raw with it, raw sensuality. Um, my favorite theatrical show for a band in that time was uh, Metallica doing the End Justice for All tour. Oh yeah. Did you have you ever seen that show? Did you no, ever no. no. Not not a big fan. Yeah. Well, the cool thing about that was they built up um Lady Liberty 
Oh yeah, I'm, the, I mean, I saw to, to I saw videos of it, and yeah. then it, and then they like during the show we didn't know what to expect, and it all like falls down, yeah. and like they have uh, a light. What are those called? Light rafters, light a light truss, a light truss fall and stuff, and yeah. you think it's actually falling down. Uh, yeah, you're like, oh, what's going, going wrong? It was amazing. Probably the best like theatrical show that I've seen. Um, great that same tour. We um, uh, Josh and I here are musicians somewhat. Um, I I like to play guitar, and, and Josh is quite the drummer. I like to tell people I play at the drums. Play at the drums. I don't play drums. Just kind of play at them. Well, the guitar plays me. Oh, okay. I got you. So I understand that concept. We went, and you kids, we went to a music store, and it was the coolest thing ever. They had these, uh, I think they're pronounced Diderio stickers. Yep. And on these stickers, it said VIP All Access, and it looked like a backstage pass. <laughs> so just by chance, we had two, my brother and I, and I was like, hey, let's take those with us just in case we, you know, get the layout and decide to try something stupid. He was like, well, okay, you know, sounds great. <laughs> so... And he went to UTC at the time. So this was at the the arena. It was called the Roundhouse then. I believe it's McKenzie Arena now. Yeah, I still call it the Roundhouse. I do too. Yeah. It's a big round arena. Yep. So we have these beautiful stickers that look like backstage passes. And we go up to the first lady, and, and my brother knows a little bit of the layout, so he knows about where he thinks they're going to be. Um, so we go to this first lady, and she's just a student volunteer, only letting people with passes by. And so we show her the passes, and uh, she's like, those aren't the same passes as everybody else. And we're like, hey... We got them from uh, the local radio station here. They were giving them out. Surely we can go on. And she was like, just go on. And so that story worked twice, actually. That was just the first lady to get by. And then there was a lady into the backstage room. And uh, we had to do the same thing with her. We're like, hey, we want. And she wasn't buying it, though. She was like, whatever. She said, just okay, I'm going to let you in, but just go in there and, and don't stick out. Just mingle like, and, <laughs> and just act like you just belong play here. Cool. Just yeah. play it cool. Yeah. And so we went in and, uh, I mean, I was so nervous and excited. I was like, oh, man, I'm going to get to meet these larger than life people. Hey man, all you got to do is just act like you're supposed to be there. And, and that's what ended up working the, the best. And, and once we got in there, um, it was really infuriating because I saw people I know that didn't tell me that they had backstage passes. <laughs> I was like, you, who, who, who'd you see? Um, Let's call him out. I, 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 he was, he's a very l local, um, um, his name is John Johnson. Um, he was, uh, you know, probably Red Bank class of 88. Um, more of my brother's friend. But we go backstage and he's hanging out and he's like, "Hey, how y'all doing?" Like he's a he's a, a political activist now. Oh, I, I know. believe. Oh, yeah, 
Uh, I think uh, back in the day, he used to run around with Earthbound. Oh, that would make sense. Oh, yeah. Big, yeah. Uh, big uh, hippie uh, tree hugger. Yeah, so so he may yeah. have had other methods of getting backstage. Yeah. I, I don't know. I, I really have no idea. But he was back there, and I was like, dude, you didn't even tell us that you were going to be back there. So we're hanging out, and like, oh, this is the coolest thing ever. And so here come James Hetfield, the lead singer of Metallica. Um, the guitar player, Kirk Hammett, and the then bass player, Jason Newstead. So all the cool ones. Yeah, the one that didn't come out was Lars. Yeah, because he's a little pansy. And what's funny is they said, well, you know, everybody was asking, hey, where's Lars? Why isn't he coming out? And during the show, he had called and made the lights come on in the arena and said, hey, quit throwing things at our drummer. Said somebody hit him in the eye with a bottle top or something and law and, and james hetfield said that's just a damn lie just say that so people will stop throwing things he hits himself in the eyes with the <laughs> drumsticks all the time <laughs> he said this happens about once every couple of days on tour he said so it's no big deal we're just gonna let him go and i think everybody was kind of like me they were very awestruck and that you know we were in the room with most such. most of the people are probably happy he wasn't there uh, I, I don't know. Never met the guy. Couldn't tell you. <laughs> um, I've heard stories though. Oh yeah. But I wanted to really complete the thing. So we got autographs and unfortunately it was before the selfie era. So we couldn't get pictures with them or anything. Um, I was too busy carrying around my fake pass to carry a camera around. That's right. The, and the good news was when we were in there, um, there were, passes laying around so once we got in we picked up and had the appropriate pass oh uh, yeah so that was a lot of fun um and i don't know i think we never tried it again because i think we felt like we were pushing our luck and didn't want to run the risk of hey man all they can do is tell you to leave yeah that's true um but the cool thing about the shows at the arena in particular where the band, the band's bus would pull up and they would get off the bus and go outside and, and you could sit there and watch them. I mean, from the railing outside of the arena. So uh, we saw um, any <laughs> anybody from Rat, um, the lead singer of Rat, which was Stephen Piercy. Oh, yeah. Um, and, and we met... Um, Probably the two least favorite members of Poison out there. Um, Ricky Rocket <laughs> and Bobby, Bobby Doll. Doll. <laughs> we got their autographs, and that was pretty cool. Because uh, I guess they just got tired of being backstage and like, hey, I'm going to the bus and taking a nap. And so then they had fans, you know, like outside there. The one I kind of imagine those two backstage is... Kind of off in a corner by themselves. <laughs> yeah. I Nobody can, really caring about them. They probably didn't matter yeah. as much Like because everybody's like, I want to see Brad Michaels or C.C. DeVille. That's right. Which, you know. And one of the reasons that all this is coming up again is because I noticed that there's a, a new tour this summer. Def Leppard, Poison. And Motley Crue. Motley Crue. And... Joan Jett. Oh, yeah. I imagine Joan Jett will be opening. Yeah, she is. Um, but I don't know the... Are they going to alternate? 
I wonder. I believe they are all co-headliners. Yeah, but one of them's got to go on first. Yeah. So they're not the headliner, technically. In my opinion, the headliner. It all matters uh, the the size of the font. Yes. <laughs> of the band name <laughs> on the on the flyers. That's. I'm I, assuming they'll all be the same. And I don't know if this is uh, extremely relevant, but if you get a chance, try to look up the video of Motley Crue's Vince Neil doing um, Kickstart My Heart. Um, I've seen it. it and, and the guy shows the words that it sounds like he's saying. And one of the lines is uh, Big Mac, a dollar oh three. And. <laughs> Some kind of poopy around the house. <laughs> it is. It's a good one. It's a good it, one. it is one of the. If you were ever a Motley Crue fan, it is one of the funniest videos I've seen in a long time. I know I've got. Uh, other... Well, they're they're giving oh uh, Mick Mars a lot of flack about uh, saying he's going to give away free tickets really? if they ever got back together again. Oh, I don't remember that because the last tour was the farewell oh. tour. They would never perform as Motley Crue again. Oh, see, I'm not it's hip on the information. But there was there's little clauses to that, you know. That all four of them would have to be together and this, that, and other. Well, aren't they? Well, they are now, yeah. yeah. But Mick, so I think Mick we, said he was like, he was done. Which he's, you know, he looks like he's... Pretty done. Yeah. He, he evidently has some rare disease. Yeah, yeah. Do you know anything about that? I, I don't know what all what I know it is, is all I know is from what the uh, faux documentary on Netflix showed, um, where they I don't even remember the name of that, but it was a if you like Motley Crue, just, oh, uh, that movie that they did, yes. Dirt, Dirt, the Dirt, or yeah, whatever, yeah, yeah. I, I thought that, not to be confused with Joe Dirt, yeah. But. <laughs> <laughs> Would you do that if uh, Jesus was here right now? <laughs> My worst Joe Dirt impression ever. Um, I, one of the other guys we got to meet. Speaking of uh, when we were, you know, young and and meeting people, one of the the nicest guys and 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 really wanted to get out was uh, the lead singer of White Lion. Oh yeah, Mike Tramp. I don't know if that's his real name. <laughs> I, I, I didn't even know what it was. I didn't yeah. know if it was just, but he didn't was, know who he was, stage name or not. Funny know? enough, we had cameras then. And so um, we, we actually got a, a pictures of him and running around. And he was just a super nice guy and everything. Oh, but I, I need to go back to um, the Metallica in talking to them. Um, it was really cool because... Uh, we got to talking to uh, Jason Newstead mainly. Kirk Hammett was real quiet, very introverted. Yeah. Di- didn't really. James Hetfield was like, "Hey, let's party. Who's got the whatever?" And uh, <laughs> we were asking uh, Jason Newstead about. He said, "What's what's it like being out here?" He said, "It's great. All the girls go up to James, and all the guys come and ask me about my equipment." He said it. <laughs> Class, classic <laughs> bass player. Uh, <laughs> He's like, so what kind quote. of what kind of basses are you using now? Yeah. And what do you think about the new ESP or whatever bass he was? I think he was using ESPs at the time, or they did at one point. So he was like, yeah, I've just become a spokesperson for the 
stuff I play. And he was so disheartened that none of the girls would come up and talk to him. <laughs> he was like, oh, I got to these nerdy guys, which uh, I was one Wait, of the He's talking about you and yeah. Alan. I didn't, I didn't realize um, I should have been offended <laughs> with him saying that. You're too starstruck. I was. I was. Um, one of the craziest uh, things is uh, Kiss, uh, the band Kiss, Gene Simmons, Paul Stanley. And whoever else they had with them. Exactly. Nobody knows the other two um, or at what period of time it was. I don't even remember what tour it was. But they were scheduled to come to the arena on my birthday. Oh. Which is January 5th. So I'm accepting gifts right now. <laughs> um, and on uh, January 4th, they were going to be in Knoxville. Well, on January 1st, 2nd, they canceled. They completely canceled the Chattanooga show. But they said, hey, if you've got tickets to the Chattanooga show, we will honor them in Knoxville. So I was like, hey, that's awesome, man. That's, that's pretty cool. And so the problem was I was not old enough to drive. My brother, I believe, was 16. But our parents wouldn't let us go up there by ourselves. And we had one other friend that had a ticket, uh, Brian. And uh, not the dog from Family Guy, but a different Brian. I gotcha. Um, although that would be really fun to go to a concert with Brian, the dog from family guy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Anyway, we get up to, uh, so we convinced my parents to drive us up to Knoxville, um, because it's my birthday, I think mainly. So I we pulled go, that birthday card out on. Yeah, it was great. And, yeah. and, and we went and, and watched this great show and, uh, you know, me being, uh, if my brother was 16, I would have been probably 14. Probably not supposed to be there as much. I mean, it was an all-ages show, but, yeah, I was probably too young, and truth be known, to be there because of what happened. Evidently, I was in the back of the floor area, and we that's where we stood the whole time. And we were watching the show, and there was evidently some commotion in the front, and Paul Stanley pulls this girl up on stage. And he walks facing backwards, like to the kiss sign in the back of the show, like not facing the crowd, facing the drums. And he's walking with her, and it looks like he's talking to her. And I imagine he's like, hey, do you mind if I turn you around and show you off? And you understand why because and and evidently she was like sure and so she turned around and she was topless (laughs) and me being a 14 year old kid in the audience i was like this is the best show ever (laughs) so really (laughs) 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 i I turned into Beavis and Butthead right there before they were even a thing. Great, great show. And and the, the sad part and the uncomfortable part was um, my parents, although they didn't stand with us, they were there and they... The people, oh, they, they had tickets. They did not have tickets. The, they let them in. To, oh, to wow. Watch. Yeah. 
they they came up and said, "Hey, mom, my kids are in there," and they were like, "Oh, come on in," you know. Is it wasn't it wasn't Jean, super crowded? Gene would have had a stroke. Gene, Gene Simmons. Oh yes, yes, <laughs> yeah. He, men he, for free. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think you owe him twenty five fifty dollars. Oh, I really think that was one of the sixteen eighteen dollars shows. So. Oh, really? But if we had to calculate for inflation and whatnot, it'd be like one hundred and seventy-five. Oh Lord! But we're not going to do that. Sorry, Gene. Yeah, yeah, and Paul. But uh, that was that was one of the funnest shows, and uh, very eye-opening. Well, that's probably good enough for today. <laughs> I'm glad you got all your concert stories in. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> we can cut some of mine out. Do you have any that? Uh, no, I don't have any. What was your first concert? Oh, that is a great question. And an embarrassing, that's not so embarrassing. It was um, at the Roundhouse. It was Ario Speedwagon with special guest Survivor. Survivor? Yes. Oh, yeah. So uh, we got to hear um, the Rocky theme. Eye of the Tiger. Eye of the Tiger, yes. Thank you. Um, Eye of the Tiger performed live, which was, you know, I mean, I was floored. The biggest thing about that, and that was probably, I don't know, mid-80s. I, I, I couldn't give you an exact date. But the one thing I didn't know was the smells I was smelling <laughs> at a concert. <laughs> um, turns out it's... Uh, well, substances that are legal now in other states. Other states, yeah. Yeah, just not here. And um, But I didn't have a clue what that smell was. I was like, what is that? I don't, I don't know what that is. Is that perfume? Who's got that perfume on? But then you look out and everything's smoky. Oh, yeah. Um, and you could actually still smoke inside at that point. I think there was smoking allowed on the concourse level. On the concourse levels, yeah, but yeah. not actually But inside. people smoked yeah. everywhere yeah. and anything. Yeah. It was good stuff. That well, was right, I probably had my favorite concert experience at the arena. And what band? It was Black Crows opening up for ZZ Top. Oh, wow. You know, I did not go to that show. Well, me and my little brother Joey did. And and we were young. How young? Do you remember? I, I don't remember exactly how young we were. I think I drove us there, so I'm, oh. I had to be 16. But uh, What made it memorable? Well, everybody's smoking. Yeah, the smells. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so we're getting a little contact buzz going on. And uh, ZZ Top comes out, and they have all these lasers going. Oh, yeah. And somehow, I've never seen it done again, but they had lasers that shot out. And they looked like they were probably about six inches long, shot out into the crowd. Is that your, is that your measurement? That's, yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. So, so it might have been three. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, it was like, it was like, you know, segments of lasers shooting through the crowd. Well, each time a laser would would hit, you do a little jump because we were had a little contact buzz going. You couldn't actually feel it though. No, <laughs> no. Now I don't even know if that's the way it happened. That's just the way it looked. <laughs> that's the way you remember it. <laughs> that's the way I remember it. I understand. Well, that's probably one of my favorite concert experiences. Was Did, me and me and Joey. 
did they pull out the car on stage? If I remember correctly, yes. I've always heard that that was part of their show, the, yeah. bringing out the car. And that might have actually even been the Recycler Tour that year. Before recycling came popular. Yeah, yeah, that would have been the after the the other the other two with the car, you know. Sounds like a plan. Yeah. But Sounds it was like it was a good show. I mean, Black Crows doing Shake Your Money Maker, of course. And then the what was ZZ their, doing all theirs. What was their big hit? The Black Crows? Uh, well, at that time, it was hard to handle, oh, which was a cover. Thank you. It Really? Yeah. Did not realize that. Yeah. What? Uh, but that whole album's good. Yeah. Not, uh, not my favorite cup of tea, but... I respect a, a live show yeah. like that. I, I I enjoyed many. We were so dumb that we would follow around. Well, so dumb. We just didn't have anything to do that we would follow around like poison from Chattanooga to Knoxville to Nashville. And I mean, it was great all three times. I mean, you know, it was a lot of fun. And yeah, I never. I never did any of that with with any band. Never did that with any band, you know. It just yeah, it was. Um, I had uh, I have one friend <laughs> that uh, was real close to uh, in junior high, and then they got into some other things, and uh, I saw him right out of high school, and um, I said, "Hey, uh, what have you been doing?" He's like, "Man, I've been following the dead for like three months." <laughs> oh. I was like, who's dead? No, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> Who died? Yeah. And, and, what? And he was like, he thought it was the coolest thing ever. Oh, no. Now, I mean, they people get into it. I mean. I, people I, with fish heads. Uh, follow fish just like yeah. people follow the dead. And, just, and more more power to them. I, uh, I don't know how anybody could do that. But, you I, know. I don't know either. I don't. They, I, they I could really do love the music, really love the players and. I think. I mean, they, I can, I can, I can I understand think, it. I guess to a to a degree. I think but, they really like the extracurricular activities that go on. Well, I mean, that helps. But that's just part of the appeal, I guess. One more um, show, and, and I'll finish uh, with my. I'll let you talk. <laughs> you can next let time. me talk some <laughs> next time. <laughs> oh, next time. No, we saw. Um, it's gonna be a continued to be continued uh, It'll be cast part B Josh's part concert D. experience. <laughs> we went to uh, one of my favorite, most memorable shows of a. I don't want to say a B band like a B side band, but um, Night Ranger. Oh so, yeah. I don't. I don't even remember who opened for them, but we were. This was at the Memorial Auditorium, and we got there early, and we were on the front row, and we were on the front row, right on the, looking at the stage. We were on the right, looking at the stage. We'd be on the right, and from the stage, we would be on the left, of course, and that was where they had their drummer placed. Uh, for playing so i had this great idea that i was gonna throw paper at the drummer until he threw me a drumstick which seemed like a really good idea <laughs> you know spit spit wads at the drummer well, well i just had like paper cups whatever i could find scrounge whatever was around and i'd throw them at the drummer and he would look at me 
And then he's like, he'd like be playing and he'd be pointing his stick at me. Like, you burst off that, I'm going to kill you, kid. He's like, yeah, keep on doing that, kid. I'll, I'll autograph something for you. Yeah. And, and uh, so then I kept doing it. And I did it probably seven, ten times. And about the seventh, eighth time, he started chunking sticks at me. <laughs> Well, that's a way to get sticks which is what i wanted to begin with <laughs> um and i believe i have given that stick to you at some point that was the uh, oh was it was, yes that was the stick that was the stick oh okay. i gave uh josh was uh kind enough to be in my wedding and that was one of his uh wedding gifts was uh, a night ranger stick <laughs> drumstick <laughs> Which was a lot of fun. So we were hanging out uh, after the show, and we saw him come out. And so I ran up and jumped. Hey, he's like, "Hey, man, you remember me?" He's like, "Yeah, I remember you." <laughs> yeah. And I was like, "What do you, you want? want? Throw something else at me, kid?" I was like, "Hey, man, can I get an autograph?" He's like, "I don't have a pen." I was like, oh, "I don't either." I said, "Hey, you got something you can give me? <laughs> I want something." <laughs> he's like, "What do you want to give me?" And he had his little all access pass around his neck. I said, "Hey, man, you can give me that." He said, "This is how I get in everywhere." <laughs> He was like, nobody knows what I look like. I'm the drummer <laughs> of Night Ranger. <laughs> this is how I get into everywhere. They won't let me in without it. I was like, hey, man, sorry about throwing stuff at you. I didn't realize you were going to get so upset. He's like, it's cool, man. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. They got on the bus, and I could tell he was in a hurry, sadly. Se- seemed like a nice guy. Yeah, he was all right. Because I would have gave you the time of day if you were throwing crap at me. Yeah, I, I don't know if he remembered me at first. Um, but Until you said, hey, I'm the guy yeah. slung stuff at you. Yeah, and he was like, hey, man, how you doing? <laughs> no, he was not happy. He acted happy, though. I wonder where he is now. I don't know. You well, think he's still playing for Night Ranger? Don't know. Well, I, if need- there's a reunion? I wonder. I don't if- guess they're still together. Is Night Ranger still together was my question. So. <laughs> That's very possible. Um, but that sounds like a pretty good. Do you have anything you would like to? <laughs> well, you know, I'm glad you asked because my first concert experience that I remember. Yeah, that's what I was asking. The the Jacksons. <laughs> what? Victory tour in Neyland Stadium. As in Michael Jackson and, and the Jackson the 5? Oh, yeah. They weren't called the Jackson 5, though. It was just... The Jacksons. So was that before, After I guess that was after the Jackson 5? Yeah. Yeah. You mean you got to see Tito? And Jermaine. Jermaine? Tito? Yeah. yeah. Latoya? And Marlon. J- Janet? I saw Mar- no, I didn't see Latoya and Janet. Were they not part of the... No, no. It was all boys. It was just the brothers. Okay. So you did see, you saw Michael Jackson live. I sure did. That I think that is more impressive than getting to meet Metallica. Well, well I didn't get nowhere near close to him. It doesn't matter. Right. I mean, that's the. Well, we're I, in Nayland Stadium, but I mean, yeah, it was it was it was definitely interesting. Um, how close were you? Were you like a fifty yard line? No, you're like end zone. We were, we were watching the screens. Okay. <laughs> But that is, you know, he he's lifelong icon. I oh mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. His music was great. His personal life, I don't want to know. Right, wasn't my business. Yeah, yeah. So, hate that. What about you? Um, what kind of mm, small bands, uh, like Southern Culture on the Skids? Who's he, that? 
each time, each time <laughs> they come to town, I try to go see them. They, they're always real good about hanging out afterwards and talking to everybody and signing whatever you want. And, uh, Sister Hazel, we've seen those guys quite a few times. What was their, they had one really pretty popular song. Uh, All I, For You. Because um, I remember the name. I'm not familiar with Yeah, everything. Those guys are great, great guys to hang out and talk with. Um, does driving and crying still come around? Where that was, you know. Every once in a while. Yeah. They were kind of a mediocre, uh, not not the band, but medium-sized popularity. And not that I like their music. I actually have several of their albums, yeah. CDs, yeah. downloads. There you go. My brothers kind of dragged me out to a couple shows. Um, and one of them being Wolf Alice, great alternative, like rock alternative band from England, I believe. Oh, yeah. Uh, another really good band out of New York, um, Sunflower Bean. Oh, yeah. You were saying something about them the other day. Yeah. Seen them a, a couple times now. Um, really, it's just a, it, it's mainly just a three-piece. They've added a uh, another member that plays keyboard sometimes, plays guitar or something other times. Um, really good. Went to a really nice uh, festival here recently. The Moonstone Festival in Birmingham, Alabama. It was celebrating women in the music, and it was benefiting a, I believe, a club mainly uh, for girl musicians in the young girl musicians in the Birmingham area. Very nice show. There was like seven, six, seven, eight bands played into the night. Was it a modern day Lilith Fair? Somewhat. Uh, they had lots of art. Was really lucky. A couple uh, friends of mine, or in my brothers, we got us uh, VIP passes, which included. This, oh, rolling fat! Yeah, it was pretty awesome. I mean, it was. It's a small affair. Uh, the uh, the event itself, you know, there's probably. Mm, uh, I'm guessing thousand, two thousand people there. It wasn't a huge, huge event. I mean, maybe I'm way off on that number, but uh, to me, it seemed like a couple thousand people, um, reasonably. They were all, uh, all the bands had uh, women uh, prime in the forefront of the bands. Um, that was part of the deal. Yeah. Um, but the the cool thing about the VIP is it was catered. You had all you could, and they gave you like five tokens for alcoholic drinks, which. I used zero, um, but soft drinks, you could have pretty much all you wanted, and um, it was really nice. I, I really enjoyed the event. I would go back. I would definitely Good recommend deal. it. Good deal. And even if I didn't know anybody in the lineup, because it was such a well-organized and well-put-on event, uh, I, I think they deserve some credit. Good stuff. The Moonstone Festival. Little shout out, huh? Yeah. A little holla holla. Yeah. So um, <laughs> if they can hook me up, if they have another one, this was the first annual. So hopefully there oh. is a second annual. Well, maybe we can get some uh, media media passes. Yeah, that would be great. And, it would be uh, worth it. Yeah, to the VIP we can, and area. We could, and we can do a podcast from there. That would be amazing. There you go. Yeah. Maybe even do a, a live um, remote live YouTube, Facebook, Instagram. You can reach us at 
two likable guys, T-W-O-L-I-K-E-A-B-L-E-G-U-Y-S at gmail.com. Send us your information. Send us, if you like the show, if you hate us, something you want to hear, you have something to add to anything we've said, we'll take a read and hopefully include it next time we do a, a pod. Lord knows we need some help. <laughs> yeah, we need lots of help. We need some ideas. Hey, we're also, you can find us on Instagram, Two Likeable Guys. Um, there's a picture of both of us, and you'll see why we're made for podcasting and radio. Hey, now. Hey, now. Yeah, I understand. It's a touchy, touchy subject. <laughs> but um, thank you for listening to us. We're Two Likeable Guys, and we hope you like us because we like you too.